What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Primetime Sports Podcast, hosted by Joey Malari. So today is a very special day. It is the NFL Draft, one of my favorite days of the year. The first round of the NFL Draft begins tonight at 8 o'clock. As I said, my favorite day of the year. I look forward to it every single year. And usually the Giants are picking high in the draft this year. We are picking 25th, so it's not like every other year the Giants are picking late. Obviously, it's a good thing, meaning the Giants made the playoffs last year and made a good run. But they're not picking as high as they usually do, but I'm still excited for this year's draft. So I'm going to give you my... Mock draft that I made yesterday, and then I'll give another mock draft that I updated for today. So I'll start off with my mock draft from yesterday, which I didn't get to record, so this is from Wednesday, uh, and then I'll give you my mock draft for today, for the day of the NFL draft. So I'll start off with the first pick, Carolina Panthers, I have them taking Bryce Young, quarterback from Alabama, seems like the consensus number one overall pick as of right now. In this mock draft, with the second pick, I have the Houston Texans taking an edge rusher and Will Anderson from Alabama. The Texans were rumored to not go quarterback. They're heading into today, before today, they were rumored to want to go on the defense for the second overall pick, and they wanted to build on the defensive line and take either Tyree Wilson or Will Anderson. Seems like as of now, they could go quarterback, so my updated one, the second one I'm going to give you in this episode, is the Texans taking a quarterback in C.J. Stroud. But for the sake of this one, I have... Will Anderson going to the Texans with the second overall pick. As I said, they've been leaning towards the defense with this pick, according to early reports. But over the last few days, they're supposedly now going back into the quarterback market to take one with the second overall pick. Would not be surprised if Stroud is the pick here, as I said. With the third overall pick, I have the Arizona Cardinals trading with the Tennessee Titans. I have the Titans trading up from the 11th overall pick. I have Tennessee trading the 11th overall pick. Their fifth-round pick in this year's draft, which is the 147th pick overall, and their first-round pick in 2024 for the third overall selection. Tennessee will draft quarterback C.J. Stroud from Ohio State in this mock draft. Between Young, Stroud, Levis, and Richardson, I think Stroud's the best of the four of them. However, I do think Kendrick Hooker, without his injury, if he were to have stayed healthy throughout the season and didn't get hurt at the end of the season with the torn ACL, I think he could have been, could have been in contention for a top-10 pick. I think he's the best quarterback in this draft, but we will see. But Stroud, as of... The top four, I have Stroud being the best out of Young, Stroud, Levis, and Richardson. With the fourth overall pick, this stays consistent with my last mock draft. I have the Indianapolis Colts taking Will Levis, a quarterback from Kentucky. With the fifth overall pick, yet again, another consistent pick. The Seattle Seahawks have this pick from the Denver Broncos trade for Russell Wilson. And I have Seattle taking a defensive lineman from Georgia on Jalen Carter. With the sixth overall pick, I have the Detroit Lions. And this is a draft pick from the LA Rams in that Matt Stafford deal. I have the Lions taking a cornerback in Devin Witherspoon out of Illinois. Best press corner in this year's draft. Plays with a lot of confidence, a lot of swagger. Six foot and 181 pounds. Witherspoon this past year had 14 pass breakups, three interceptions, and also only allowed a 24.6 quarterback rating when he was targeted. So he's a lockdown corner. I think Detroit will take him as the first defensive back taken in this year's draft. With a seventh overall pick, I have the Las Vegas Raiders taking Christian Gonzalez, a cornerback out of Oregon. The Raiders need help with their secondary. Cornerback's their biggest need, in my opinion. And Gonzalez would be a great pick here, six foot one, 197 pounds. In the secondary this past year, Gonzalez had six pass breakups, four interceptions, and allowed a 74.7 quarterback rating when targeted. Plays with strong in- instincts, makes a lot of big plays. I think the Raiders could use him in their secondary. With the eighth overall pick out of the Atlanta Falcons taking an edge rusher on Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech. Has a lot of up- upside. I think he's going to be a really good player on defense. I think the Texans... Obviously, could take him with the second overall pick, but I have Will Anderson going to the Texans there. So with the eighth overall pick, I have the Falcons taking the second best edge rusher in this year's draft in Tyree Wilson. I think Atlanta should go defense here. Who knows? Maybe they could roll the dice and take a quarterback. That could be a hot take as of now. 
But I think they could roll the dice on a quarterback that they do not believe in Desmond Ritter. But we will see what happens. With the ninth overall pick, the Chicago Bears taking an offensive tackle in Paris Johnson out of Ohio State. He's the best tackle in the class, would help Fields immediately get some more time to throw. And obviously, with the young quarterback, you need to protect them and keep them healthy. So Fields would definitely benefit from a great offensive tackle in Paris Johnson Jr. from Ohio State. With the 10th overall pick, the Philadelphia Eagles taking B. John Robinson out of Texas. Electrifying player with a lot of speed, great ability, a top three player in the class talent-wise in my opinion. Just the running back position is not as valuable as other positions. The Eagles could take a shot though on a running back with the 10th overall pick since they're so well-rounded offensively and defensively. Just like the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs, they could take a swing on a running back or a wide receiver early in the draft and not care because of how good they are on both sides of the ball. They're only filling with best player available picks rather than filling by need. So the Eagles obviously need a running back, and also Bijan at this point would be the best player available, in my opinion. With the 11th overall pick, I have the Arizona Cardinals trading back yet again. So they traded from the third pick to the 11th pick, taking the Titans' 11th pick in the draft. Now I have them trading back again, and this time with Washington. I have Washington trading up, and they are trading the 16th overall pick, their second-round pick in 2023. And so in this year's draft, the 47th overall pick and a 2024 first-round pick for the 11th overall pick and the 105th overall pick in this year's draft, which is good enough to be a fourth-rounder. So all in all, I have Washington trading the 16th pick, the 47th pick, and their first-round pick in 2024 for the 11th overall pick and the 105th overall pick in this year's draft. So all in all, Washington sending the 16th pick, the 47th pick, and their first round in 2024. And the Arizona Cardinals will be trading the 11th pick and their fourth round pick in this year's draft, which is the 105th overall pick. And also, there could be a potential trade with Washington includes... Defensive lineman Montez Sweat and defensive end Chase Young. They're both being shopped by Washington. As of now, they could be potentially part of a draft day deal. Washington did decline the fifth-year option on Chase Young. It worked out for the Giants, though, with the Giants in that draft in 2020. They took Andrew Thomas out of Georgia. Ends up being a really good pick for the Giants to get a franchise left tackle for the future. And the Giants were criticized for winning that 2019 game in overtime versus Washington since the winner of that game would get the fourth overall pick and the loser would get the second overall pick. It actually ended up working out for the Giants getting Andrew Thomas. And Young ended up going with the second overall pick. Thomas with the fourth pick. And now Young could be potentially traded tonight on draft night. Other players being shopped around the NFL include DeAndre Hopkins. Could be traded to the Ravens, Bills, or Chiefs. As of now, I'm leaning towards the Ravens. Especially now that Lamar Jackson will be staying on a new deal. I'll break down that deal at another time. But Lamar Jackson will be staying in Baltimore on a new deal. I think they're going to want to help him out at the wide receiver position even more. Maybe the Bills, if they believe Stephon Diggs could want out at some point. I know Diggs was frustrated the last few seasons and how they finished. And then the Chiefs could take him as well in a trade, and maybe trade for DeAndre Hopkins since they need wide receiver help with Miko Hodman and Juju Smith-Schuster leaving in free agency. Another player that could be moved on draft day tonight is Ryan Tannehill. Could be potentially part of a trade for Tennessee to draft another quarterback. If Tennessee wants to trade up, maybe they include him in the deal. Derrick Henry could be shopped as well. Running back Delvin Cook of the Vikings could be a cut candidate by Minnesota if he's not traded. Safety Buda Baker for the Condos requested a trade last week. He could be potentially traded tonight. Offensive tackle Jonah Williams for the Bengals. He requested a trade after the Bengals signed Orlando Brown to play left tackle. He could be traded. Linebacker Devin White for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers could be traded. Wide receiver Cedric Wilson could be traded. Running back Austin Eckler for the Chargers could be traded. He wants a new deal and the Chargers don't want to give him it. And then also the San Francisco 49ers. Third overall pick in the 2021 draft. Trey Lance could be potentially traded in tonight's draft. We'll see what happens. 
But I did see rumors that Lance could be traded and maybe San Francisco rolls the dice with Donald and Brock Purdy as their quarterbacks. I think Donald could be really good in that San Francisco offense. I wouldn't rule him out in beating out Brock Purdy for the starting job. So now for this trade, which I didn't mean to go off the rails here. So I have Arizona trading back again, and I have Washington trading up for the 11th overall pick. I have Washington taking quarterback Anthony Richardson out of Florida here. He's a cannon of an arm, very talented athlete. I do worry about his accuracy, but he did kill the combine and showed his great athleticism. It could be a potential trade up here for Washington with the 11th overall pick. And if this is how the draft goes for Arizona, I think it'd be a very successful draft for them. They turn the third overall pick into the 11th overall pick. And after trading the 11th overall pick in the third overall pick, they turned it into the 16th overall pick in this year's draft, the 105th overall pick in this year's draft, the 147th pick in this year's draft, Tennessee's first round pick in 2024, Washington's first round pick in 2024, and the 47th pick in this year's draft. So the 47th pick, 105th pick, 147th pick, 16th pick, and Tennessee's first round pick and Washington's first round pick in 2024. And I've Washington taking Anthony Richardson hit out of Florida with the 11th overall selection. With the 12th overall pick, I have the Houston Texans taking Jackson Smith and Jigba out of Ohio State. I think he's the best wide receiver in this class. I think the Texans could end up screwing themselves over without getting a quarterback in the first round. I don't think they run the risk now that I think of it. I don't think they run the risk of waiting to see if they can get a quarterback with the 12th overall selection. Maybe they even trade up from that 12th overall spot. Or they take a quarterback with a second overall pick since they don't want to be in a position where they like a quarterback in this year's draft and they don't want to run the risk of waiting for one and not getting one because someone jumps them. So as of now, in this mock draft, I did have, and this is yesterday's mock draft that I made on Wednesday, I did have the Washington Commanders trading up here in this mock to get Anthony Richardson. So that would leave the Texans with no option at quarterback, really, with the 12th overall pick. But I have them taking Jackson, Smith, and Jigba out of Ohio State. I think he's the best wide receiver in this class and definitely would give them a weapon for Davis Mills if they were to roll with Davis Mills for another year at quarterback. With the 13th overall pick, I have the Green Bay Packers taking an edge rusher and Nolan Smith out of Georgia. The Packers have a lot of holes to fill at wide receiver and defensive line. I think this would be a great pick for them at 13. With the 14th overall pick, I have the New England Patriots taking an offensive tackle and Peter Skaronsky out of Northwestern. Would be the second year in a row that the Patriots take an offensive lineman in the first round. Cole Strange was their first round pick in last year's draft. Skaronsky would be a great pickup for the Patriots here. Would not be surprised, though, if the Patriots were to do another trade down, which is a Bill Belichick classic. With the 15th overall pick, I have the New York Jets taking an offensive tackle on Broderick Jones out of Georgia. They just got Aaron Rodgers and they need to protect him. You can't really trust Mekhi Becton to stay healthy. Broderick Jones would be a great pick with the 15th overall pick here for the Jets. With the 16th overall pick, this is yet another trade back. Arizona went from 11 to 16 with Washington trading up. So with this 16th overall pick, it was originally owned by Washington. Now Arizona owns it in this mock. And I have Arizona taking an edge rush on Miles Murphy out of Clemson. With a 17th overall pick, are the Pittsburgh Steelers taking Joey Porter Jr., a cornerback out of Penn State. Cornerback and offensive line are the two biggest needs here for this team in my eyes. They get a very good cornerback in Porter here if they were to land him. He could be the best cornerback in the draft in my eyes. Definitely my favorite cornerback. I think he's going to be a stud in the NFL, and I think he'd be a great selection at 17 for a defense that definitely needs help in their secondary. With the 18th overall pick, uh, the Detroit Lions taking an edge rusher and Lucas Van Ness out of Iowa. He'd be a great tandem duo there with Aiden Hutchinson, their first-round pick from last year's draft. With the 19th overall pick, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers trading down here of the Baltimore Ravens, trading up from 22, moving up to the 19th overall selection here with the Tampa Bay Bucks.
I have the Ravens trading the 22nd overall pick in this year's draft, along with their third-round pick in 2024, to land the 19th overall selection. So it's the 22nd pick in this year's draft and a 2023 third-round pick for the 19th overall pick. And I have the Ravens taking Zay Flowers, a wide receiver at Boston College here, with the 19th overall selection. Zay, very speedy receiver. The NFL is trending in this direction of smaller, undersized receivers that can make big plays, bring a lot of speed, and bring a lot of explosiveness. Zay in the open field is something to see. Makes a lot of big plays. Made a lot of big plays at BC. I think he's going to be a good receiver in the NFL, and I'd love to see him with Lamar Jackson in Odell Beckham Jr. in that Ravens offense. Definitely going to be an explosive receiver in the NFL and make some big plays. So we will see if he's the 19th overall pick with the Ravens trading up here with the Tampa Bay Bucks, With the 20th overall pick out of the Seattle Seahawks taking an offensive tackle and down out right out of Tennessee. There's potential here that they could take a quarterback in Hendon Hooker. I do not have them taking Hendon Hooker here, though. But there is potential that Seattle does take a quarterback in this year's draft just because they paid Geno Smith. Doesn't rule with the possibility that they want to draft a quarterback for the future, but I have them taking an offensive tackle in Donna Wright here out of Tennessee. With the 21st overall pick of the Los Angeles Chargers taking a tight end in Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame. Mayer would fill a glaring need for the Chargers on offense at the tight end position. I think he'd look very good alongside Justin Herbert. They could go wide receiver here if Johnston is still available. Quinton Johnston from TCU. They could take Addison from USC, Jordan Addison that is, or they could take Zay Flowers if he's available too, since Mike Williams and Keenan Allen could be gone after this upcoming season. Who knows? I think they do go with a skill position here, whether it's a tight end or a wide receiver. Michael Mayer has really good hands as a pass catcher and also a good blocker. I think he'd be good here for the Chargers with the 21st overall pick. With the 22nd overall pick, this is where the Ravens traded up with Tampa Bay. So I have Tampa Bay now taking the pick at 22, and I have them taking a quarterback in Hendon Hooker out of Tennessee. Hook is my favorite quarterback in this year's draft. Besides Malik Cunningham, which Malik Cunningham is my favorite quarterback, I think if I'm looking at overall every quarterback in this year's draft, I think Hendon Hooker could be the best one. He's definitely underrated, and he's going to be picked later in the first round. I think he stayed healthy. could have been a top 10 pick. I think he's going to be a steal for a team, whatever team gets him, since not many people expect him to be a high first-round pick. He'll probably be picked in the lower 20s if he is a first-rounder, and I would love to see him get a chance in the NFL in the next year or two as a starter. I think he's going to be a great player in the NFL, and he's an electrifying talent, whether it's dual threat, running, passing. He makes big plays. I would love to see him get an opportunity, especially for the Tampa Bay Bucks, who are looking for a quarterback for the future. I don't think Baker Mayfield is that answer, nor do I think Kyle Trask is that answer. So we'll see what the Buccaneers do in this draft. With the 23rd overall pick, I have the Minnesota Vikings taking Jordan Addison out of USC. It feels a need for them now with Adam Thielen being cut in the offseason. They do need help at the receiver position. Would not be surprised the Vikings do go quarterback, though if they could trade up potentially, maybe they like Hendon Hooker, maybe they take him in a potential trade-up. But I do have them taking wide receiver Jordan Addison here at 23. As for the 24th overall pick, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars taking a cornerback in Deontay Banks out of Maryland. The Jags need help in their secondary. I think cornerback is a glaring need in this team. I have them taking Deontay Banks out of Maryland. With the 25th overall pick, I have the New York Giants taking a safety in Brian Branch out of, out of Alabama. I've seen a few mock drafts of the Giants potentially taking a tight end. I would not be a fan of taking a tight end since Daniel Bellinger had a really good rookie season last year, and the Giants also added Darren Waller in the offseason. They could get a running back in Jameer Gibbs if they were to want to replace Saquon Barkley if he were to leave. Right now, I would give it a 60% chance that the Giants move on from Saquon Barkley. I didn't really like the vibes that I got from Joe Shane during his press conference last week when he said he hasn't talked to Saquon Barkley in weeks. And they asked, do you think Saquon Barkley will be on the field this season? He said it's a question for Saquon. So we'll see what happens. I do think as of now, there's a 
definitely a possibility the Giants move on from Saquon Barkley. I know it sounds pessimistic. I want Saquon Barkley back in a Giants uniform, but the reality is it's a two-way street. They both have to come to a deal and come to an agreement. Brian Branch, though, is the hottest-hitting safety in this year's draft. Definitely could fill a hole for the Giants in the safety position with Julian Love moving over to uh, Seattle. He's very good in zone coverage and is a hot hitter, as I said. I'd love to see him paired with Xavier McKinney in the defensive backfield. With the 26th overall pick of the Dallas Cowboys taking tight end Dalton Kincaid out of Utah, they lost Dalton Schultz in free agency to the ten- uh, Houston Texans, so now this would also be filling a need for them with the 26th overall pick. With the 27th overall pick of the Buffalo Bills taking a running back in Jameer Gibbs out of Alabama, would make their offense even more dynamic. He can kick return, make plays out of the backfield with his hands, very electrifying speed. I would love to see him in that Bills offense. Obviously, that offense has Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox, and now you add another guy in Jameer Gibbs. That offense would become, obviously, it's one of the most talented already, but even more scary if you add a dual threat running back like Jameer Gibbs, great on the ground and great in the pass game. With the 28th overall pick of the Cincinnati Bengals taking a cornerback in Emmanuel Forbes out of Mississippi State, they definitely could go a defensive line position here. They could go with Brian Brzee out of Clemson, or they could go Kalaja Kansi out of Pitt. Either taking a cornerback, though, since I think cornerback is more of a need, since I think Eli Apple right now is one of their only healthy corners heading into the season. I think Eli Apple is their number two, so I think they could definitely use a cornerback with the 28th overall pick. With the 29th overall pick, I think the New Orleans Saints taking a defensive lineman in Kalijah Kansi out of Pitt. Would be an absolute steal here at 29 if he falls this far. I'd love to see him as a giant. I have him falling to the 29th pick, though, to the New Orleans Saints. Very strong defensive lineman, makes plays. He's a good run stopper and gets involved uh, getting his hands up, too, in the pass game. Big guy, plays with a lot of force. I think he'd be a great pick here at 29 for the Saints. With a 30th overall pick of the Philadelphia Eagles taking a defensive lineman and Brian Brzee out of Clemson. Very good player to make that defensive line even better. They did lose some pieces over the offseason in free agency, including Javon Hargrove, TJ Edwards. They definitely lost some pieces, so if they do get a guy like Brian Brzee, that would be a great pickup for them. And with the 31st overall pick of the Kansas City Chiefs taking a wide receiver and Quinton Johnston out of TCU. So now for my Giants big board in the first round, I'm going to give you a list of 10 guys that if the Giants were to pick one of them, I would be happy in no particular order. Cornerback Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State if he falls. Brian Branch, a safety out of Alabama. Defensive lineman, Kalijah Kansi out of Pitt. Not the sexiest pick, obviously taking a defensive lineman with the 25th overall pick, but he definitely fill a need on the defensive line to make plays. Wide receiver Jordan Addison out of USC. Wide receiver Quinton Johnston out of TCU. Wide receiver Zay Flowers out of BC. Cornerback Deontay Banks out of Maryland. Cornerback Emmanuel Forbes out of Mississippi State. God Osiris Torrance out of Florida. God is a glaring need for the Giants. And with the 10th uh, player on the big board here, it is Trenton Simpson out of Clemson. He probably won't be the 25th overall pick. He'll probably fall into the second round, but would not mind the Giants taking a linebacker here with the 25th overall selection. I think linebacker and cornerback... And offensive line is the Giants, or I should say, are the Giants' biggest needs. I think I'd like a center, possibly, here, if they were to go Joe Tipman out of Wisconsin. I think he's more of a second-round pick, though, since the center position really isn't as valued in the NFL. It's not really a first-round value anymore. But what am I taking Tipman if we were to take him with the 25th overall pick? Could go guard with Osiris Torrance. They could even potentially trade down. That's definitely a possibility as well. I think cornerback, even though I originally wanted the Giants to take a cornerback, I don't think it's as big of a need. The Giants do have Cordell Flotta corner. They do have Dinah Holmes at corner and Adoree Jackson. I think safety is more of a need than corner at this time. So I did a Giants draft here with the mock simulator I picked as the Giants. And I'm going to give you my 10 picks for the Giants in this year's draft. According to the simulator, which is simulator, 
drafts for every other team through a computer, and then you just take whoever you want that's available at each pick. So the Giants' first-round pick in this simulator that I did right before I recorded this was Kalijah Kansi out of Pitt, a defensive lineman, the 25th overall pick, with the 53rd overall selection, and it is a second-round pick. The Giants are taking Joe Tipman out of Wisconsin with the Giants' third pick. It is a third-round pick, 89th overall. Uh, the Giants taking A.T. Perry out of Wake Forest. With their fourth pick in the, and this is their fourth round pick, the Giants 128th overall. Are the Giants taking Jamie Robinson as safety out of Florida State? With the Giants fifth pick in the draft, this is the fifth pick uh, for the Giants, fifth rounder and 160th overall. Are the Giants taking Yazir Abdullah, a linebacker out of Louisville? The Giants sixth pick, it is the fifth round pick in 172nd overall. Are the Giants taking a defensive lineman in Jalen Redmond out of Oklahoma? With the seventh pick for the Giants, I have the Giants taking John Gaines out of UCLA. He is a sixth-round pick for the Giants here, 209 overall. So 209th overall there is John Gaines out of UCLA. The Giants' eighth pick, either taking Chris Rodriguez Jr. out of Kentucky with the seventh-round pick for the Giants, 240 overall. He had 36 touchdowns over the last four seasons, a lot of production at the running back position for the Kentucky Wildcats. The Giants' ninth pick in the draft, either taking a defensive back in Kendrick Duncan Jr. out of Louisville. It is the seventh-round pick and 243rd overall. And with the Giants' last pick in the draft, with the seventh-round pick and 254th overall, I the Giants taking a defensive lineman in Thomas Incoom out of Central Michigan University. 11 and a half sacks this last year for the Chippewas defense. Very good defensive lineman. Only played a couple years for CMU, if I remember right. But I think he'd be a good pick for the Giants in the 10th pick overall for the Giants, which is seventh round. It'd be great value if the Giants were to get him. So for some sleepers I want to mention, wide receiver Nathaniel Dell out of Houston. Great speed, has really good hands. I think the Giants could get him potentially in day two. Wide receiver A.T. Perry out of Wake Forest. A bigger receiver, 6'4", six 6'5", foot six foot makes big plays, has good speed and really good hands. Wide receiver Jalen Hyatt out of Tennessee. Electrifying speed as well, makes big plays, has good hands. And also had five touchdowns and 207 yards versus Alabama this past year, which is very impressive. He could be a potential day two pick for the Giants. Some safety sleepers is Jamie Robinson out of Florida State. Has a lot of experience in the defensive backfield for Florida State. Played 2,909 snaps during his college career in four years. Made 99 total tackles this past year with three pass breakups and interception. And also allowed a quarterback rating of 78.8 when targeted. Also had 11 total pressures as a pass rusher as well. I think he'd be a great pickup for the Giants. Some cornerback sleepers include Trevious Hodges Tomlinson out of TCU. Small cornerback, 5'8, 178, but makes plays in coverage. Had seven pass breakups this year with three interceptions, two pick sixes, and also allowed a quarterback rating of only 38.9 when targeted. A lot of experience, made 2,500 snaps in his career for TCU, and allowed just a quarterback rating in his career of 56.3. But some running backs that are sleepers. Dwayne McBride out of UAB, 19 touchdowns this past year for UAB, added in 1,713 rush yards, 32 touchdowns over the last two years, very productive back, I think he'll go in the third or fourth round, runs very hard, not the best pass catcher or blocker though, Lou Nichols the third out of Central Michigan, projected to be a late round pick or an undrafted free agent, in 2021 though, played 13 games for the Chippewas, 1,846 yards with 16 touchdowns and added 39 catches, 320, 320 yards. This past year, though, as a senior, he struggled in nine games, only 616 yards, adding in 3.5 yards per carry, six touchdowns, two fumbles, and only 21 catches for 128 yards. Could be a very great value pick, though, in the seventh round. And some quarterbacks to look at in the later rounds. Malik Cunningham out of Louisville, the biggest fan of Malik Cunningham. Great dual threat quarterback, could be a great late-round flyer, maybe in day three or an undrafted free agent. Nice guy as well, got a picture of him when he played against BC this year. 
Very similar to Lamar Jackson. He's not Lamar Jackson, but he could do things Lamar Jackson could do on the ground and with his arm. And then Clayton Toon out of Houston. I'm a big fan of him. Six foot two, 220-pound quarterback. 4,074 passing yards this past year with 40 passing touchdowns and 10 picks. Adding in a 67.3% completion percentage, 544 rushing yards and five touchdowns on the ground. Had 70 passing touchdowns to 20 picks over the last two years. Also added eight touchdowns against SMU this past year in November. Seven passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. Has good wheels, a strong enough arm. Probably a fourth-round pick. I think he could be a good quarterback in the NFL. So there's my breakdown of everything in this year's draft. From sleepers to what I think the Giants should do in the draft. And their big boy in the first round. A mock simulation for the Giants in all seven rounds. And also my first mock or second mock draft. I'm going to record another episode. I'm going to save this one and then record another one. And give you my final mock draft before this year's draft. So my Giants uh, big board for day two, though, I just want to mention a few things. Joe Tippmann out of Wisconsin, a good center, 6'6", 317 pounds. In 2022, he played 758 snaps, giving up just two quarterback hurries, two quarterback hits, and one sack. Would fill a big need for the Giants at the center position with John Feliciano leaving in free agency. Trenton Simpson out of Clemson, if he falls, will love him in the second round. And then wide receiver Tank Dell, Nathaniel Dell is his name, Tank is his nickname, would be a great day two pick as well. We'll see what the Giants do. I don't think wide receiver is as big as, of a need as most people think. With the Giants adding Paris Campbell in the offseason and also adding in a healthy Sterling Shepard now, hopefully. Adding in Darius Slayton on a new deal. Adding in, hopefully, Wanda Robinson staying healthy. And also adding in Jamison Crowder. I don't think wide receiver is as big of a need for the Giants, especially with Colin Johnson as well coming back. And they had Isaiah Hodgins. I don't think wide receiver the Giants should stretch on, but we will see what they do in this year's draft. Anyways, that concludes this Mock Draft 2.0. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this. As always, I appreciate it. Hope you guys have a good one. Thank you.